Joining us right now, Senate District 2 up in the Northland, Alan Roy is kind enough to rejoin the show here to talk about how his campaign's been going. Alan, thank you very much. Appreciate the time as always. Hey, thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Uh, it's been such a, a busy summer since we last spoke. I know that uh, uh, there's been a lot of uh, changes and updates, but we're putting in the work up here and um, just really honored to be on here today. My, Alan, my pleasure. No, my, the honor's all mine. Uh, you have a massive district. Uh, you basically run from Leech Lake to Angle Inlet. It is huge. Although I will say this, I'm going to make an argument. You might have the best fishing district in the state. Uh, Leech Lake, <laughs> uh, you know, the Red Lakes, oh, they're fantastic fishing. Uh, and of course, Lake of the Woods. Um, you, you know, I, would you, would you say pound for pound, you probably have the best fishing district in the in, in the state? Yeah, I'm definitely going to say yes. We got Leech Lake, Red Lake, all kinds of lakes in between. Lake of the Woods, a lot of walleye fishing done up here, yeah. especially. Uh, I know there's, and we got Bad Medicine. Can't forget about Bad Medicine Lake. It's oh. also a beautiful lake. Oh, you got by Zipple Bay, yeah. I know I know your district pretty well. I know your district well. Uh, you, you, as we describe the distance here, talk about that. I mean, how much of a challenge has it been for you to get to all element, all areas of this district? Because that is a big district. Yeah, it's uh, well, quite literally. I spend uh, four hours driving every day just to go door knock. Uh, it's two hours uh, on average. It's two hours to get to the point of destination. Work all day and then drive two hours back. Um, we've got, uh, you know, over a dozen volunteers that are helping us. We've got folks that are out there, uh, putting in the work. You know, I started this thing out. I started campaigning back in March and I have put on, I would say over 25 to 30,000 miles wow. on my vehicle. Uh, it actually broke down, uh, two days ago. I had to get the transmission swapped out. <laughs> Uh, we've, we've, and I had to get new tires, new everything. Um, it's been, it's, it's a, it's a logistics problem. Um, but you know, I got a logistics background. Uh, so we figured it out and you know what? We just passed, we just passed 10,000 doors wow. this week. Nice. We've knocked, and this is a rural district. Or this is a rural, rural district. And that, that is uh, quite the achievement. We've had 2000 door uh, days up here. Uh, up in rural Minnesota, um, one on Sunday and one yesterday. Um, so we're putting in the work. We're, we're putting in the hours. I expect we're going to be at around 15,000 doors uh, come this Sunday. You, you People might say, it's like, Matt, you know, as, as you're in the metro area, said, Minnesota too, is this a viable district? This is definitely DFL territory. Not only the city of Bemidji, which has generally been you know trending to the, the DFL side, but of course uh, we should mention the Native American population up there with the Leak Lake uh, Reservation as well as the White Earth Reservation and the Red Lake Reservation. There, it's, it's, I'm glad they have, have basically given the Native American voice a very solid base here to, to really be an important decision maker in those districts. Yes, absolutely. We know Red Lake consistently votes over 95% DFL. Uh, the other two bands, uh, they're, um, I know there's, they're majority Democrat districts. Um, we feel very confident that we're going to be uh, very competitive on uh, Tuesday. I think we're going to pull this thing off. Nice. I, I've been getting calls from, from, uh, folks that have some information out there saying that, uh, we, we're, we're true, we're going to be the true dark horse of this election cycle. And um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull off a stunner. 
Uh, I'm glad to see it. And this is one of the things with redistricting. Sometimes these these districts, I mean, this was a district that was probably, you know, a lean R, but now it definitely is in the the DFL, uh, you know, uh, potential here. And I love to see you there because I, I think that that's exactly it is the, 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 the Republicans like to think that once you get out of the Twin Cities metro area in Duluth, that basically there is no other places where there are Democrats. And the reality is, is your district has a lot of them in there. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, but, you know, it it makes a heck of a difference when you show up on someone's doorstep. Mm -hmm. I've spent over 80% of my time door knocking and my resources getting in front of voters, whether they're conservatives, liberals, no data, uh, natives, non-natives, any person. If if I can get in front of them, have a conversation, um, it, 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 it affects them. You know, they realize that, you know, it's not just, you know, what's being talked about in St. Paul. But we're all neighbors up here, mm-hmm. and and uh, quite frankly, I I think we're we've got it. The numbers are in our favor, um, and and you know what's going on nationally with some of the issues, uh, you know, women's right to choose, uh, women's rights are under attack. Um, there's a lot of concern out here, even among Republicans, and um, I think all that's going to add up on election day. And we're going to have a very good result. So you, you've been out there, 10,000 doors, outstanding, by the way. Once again, outstanding. You're out there hitting it and, and doing the, 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 the legwork to get the election. When, you know, you, okay, you, you mentioned you know, women's rights there. That's obviously an issue. Talk about some of the other issues that are coming up repeatedly that you are addressing as you talk to your neighbors up there in the Senate District too. Well, there's a lot of concern around the economy, which, which, which way it's going to go. Folks are concerned about inflation. Folks are concerned about education. Um, we've got a lot of farmers up here. Um, and, and I think I always talk about this every time I get on, but there's, I mean, a lot of our farmers are concerned, uh, with what's going on with ag and in Minnesota. And we're sitting on that surplus and that's, that's being brought up. You know, we're heading into a legislative cycle. Um, there's going to be some decisions that are going to be made related to that surplus. And we want to make sure that we have the right folks at the table making the right decisions, um, and that's what that's what voters want to hear. Now, here's the another here's another thing. So, my opponent and I, uh, we have not attacked each other not once. Um, we we've, we've ran very very clean, very good uh, campaigns. Uh, we've had our debate. It was very cordial, very senatorial as it should be. Um, and and the voters up here they like that. That's what I'm being told. They, they, that's what they want to see out of their leaders in northern Minnesota. They don't want to see us go after each other. They want to see us come up with solutions. And that's been my commitment from day one, is finding solutions, not not bicker and fight, but do my best to find solutions where uh, we can move Minnesota forward. You know, can I just say how that I'm glad that that's going on, that there's actually a discussion about the issues, because for goodness sakes, I've had to talk to a few the DFLers that are not in districts like that. And, you know, having to be being called the vampire Stalin, you know, it's stuff like that. You know, it's just it's a, it's a little bit irrational and it doesn't do any good outside of once again, as I've always said that the, the the crazier the allegations, the generally the worse the candidate is, and they have to basically try to scare yeah. people into voting for them. The reality is we can we should be able to go back to what we used to be able to do, which is have a discussion about the, the issues. And if you look at them, the DFL are the ones that you want to go with because they're the ones that are out there. Health care, defending women's rights, quality education, expansion of med- rural medical care. Once again, we saw that in the last two years. We need to be focusing on that issue, as well as even you know basic things like road construction and the expansion of internet throughout the entire district up there yeah that's those are all top of mind issues that are being discussed out here matt 
I can tell you, um, a lot of folks are just tired of the fighting. Um, I don't see as many, actually, I don't even see that if many, if at all, if at all Trump signs up here, um, which is quite surprising. Yeah. Um, there are, there's, I mean, if you were up here two years ago, the whole district was littered with them. Um, and it showed in the election. Um, but this is a different year. It's a, it's a midterm. It's an off year. Um, we know up in, in greater Minnesota up here, uh, it, the midterms affect the Republicans more than they do the Democrats up here. So they lose more votes up here than the Democrats do. And that's going to be a story that needs to be told after, after November 8th. Because mm-hmm. the experts are going to have to look at that and say, well, normally it's Democrats that suffer that. Well, that might be true in the cities or suburbs, but way out here, um, I'm, 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 when I'm looking at the numbers, I'm seeing a different story. Well, and I know this. There are a lot of the old moderate Republicans who look at what happened on January 6th and said, that's not my party. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, hey, we, you, you win, you lose. You don't try to go and overthrow the government after you, just because you're having a pity party. Has that been something, if, as you've talked to moderate Republicans up there, is that something that's like, yeah, no, it's like I'm, I'm going to sit this one out because I'm not for overthrowing the government? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of discussion on that. I mean, folks are, look, people just want to pay their bills. They want to go about their lives. They don't want to see the country tear itself apart. They don't want to see their leaders fight each other. Um, they want to move this country in a positive direction. Um, and that's, that's basically what I'm hearing from whether they're moderate Republicans or moderate Democrats. Um, they just, they want to get things moving forward in the right direction. And, um, all this, uh, this fighting, it just doesn't help anyone. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't. And, and the extremism, I mean, it, it just scares people. I mean, we got folks that are trying to feed their families, pay their bills, you know, and, and go on with their lives. And, you know, it's just all these issues, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's going to show in the election here in the state of Minnesota. I think we're going to have a good result for the DFL across mm-hmm. the whole state, quite frankly. But up here um, in, in Senate District 2, I think you're going to see a lot of folks, you're going to see a shift I mean, mm-hmm. be, because of the redistricting, certainly. But also because of some of the change in attitude of, you know, they, they don't want to see us fight. They just want to see positive movement. Don't don't scare me. Show, tell me what you're going to do for me. And it should be noted, I lived in Bemidji for a year. And Bemidji is, here's the one thing I think that sets this district apart from a lot of other districts. Is that a lot of other districts, there's a nearby, you know, kind of a major metro area that kind of is the the hub and a lot of things are directed towards that. You know, you go out to your west to the Moorhead area, the Grand, you know, East Grand Forks, Grand Forks over that direction. Uh, you go out to the east, Duluth picks up a lot, some of the Iron, Iron Range cities. But Duluth, or Bemidji is in, in that whole region is really kind of away from everything else. So you need to have someone like Alan Roy there because you need to have a comprehensive plan. It can't just be piggybacking on the nearest metro. You need to have someone there that understands this district is really its own thing and has to have the leadership from within. Yeah, absolutely. You nailed the nail on – you hit the nail on the head right there. Um, I, I would spend – I would say – 70% of my time and resources in the rural areas mm-hmm. and um, in Bemidji, certainly in and around Bemidji, on the reservations, in between the reservations, um, talking to people that have never, and, and here's the thing, a lot of these people are telling me 
they've never had their door knocked on. And I'm not just talking about four years. I'm talking about ever. And so we've got a ground game that has been organized. We're pushing it. We're meeting voters, and they're telling us we have never had somebody come knock on our door. We're going to vote for you. Um, we're going to give you a shot. We want some change. We need some new blood. Um, and, we'll, you know, we'll see where it goes. And And for the most part, you know, I think it's going to pay off. I, I really do. I mean, if you meet somebody at the doorstep, it means a lot to them. And the thing is, I've been hitting a lot of these doors. I've gone through so many of them now that I'm hitting them twice now. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, some of those twice doors are going to be third-time doors. Um, so we're going to really reinforce it. Uh, we're really pushing the GOTV. Um, and there's going to be a huge uh, push on Election Day. So if there are folks that are listening out there, if you want to volunteer, you want to help, uh, check out my website. Send me an email at info at allen-roy.com or give me a call. Um, just check out my website. Send me an email. We will connect you with our, our coordinated person. If you, if you can't knock on doors, if you want to make phone calls, our coordinated person can set you up with uh, making calls for us up here. Mm-hmm. Um, every little bit helps. And, Alan, if I could step in here, because once again, I want, first of all, I want to say allenroyforsenate.com. Allenroyforsenate.com, correct? Yep, that's right. correct. Now, here's the deal. Last weekend, I was I, I had some friends that went out door knocking in a very safe DFL district, and I said, okay, it's great. Rah, rah, go team, go. That being said is it's crunch time, and we cannot have people in districts which are already 40-point DFL wins. You need to get out of those districts. And if you really want to get the Senate back in the hands of the DFL, if you want the House to stay within the DFL's uh, control, and if you want – all four of the DFL leaders who are currently serving this state to stay in those positions, well, then you need to get into these toss-up districts and get out there and freaking fight. That is the important thing. And so I want you, if you can, get up to Senate District 2 with Leech Lake, Bemidji, all the way up to Lake of the Woods. Get up there this weekend. Help out Alan Roy. Door knock. But if you can't get up there, listen, you can phone bank, and you can do that from the comfort of your own home, but you're helping out in that district. If you want a blue wave to happen, you have got to get off your caboose and do something about it, and this is the last weekend to do it. So, AlanRoyForSenate.com, there's a, I imagine there's a Get Involved button. Is that the button they should hit? Yeah, hit the Get Involved button, or just uh, email info at Alan-Roy.com, and we will get you set up. All right, that's the deal. And that's what are you doing to make the blue wave happen? Senate District Two in Minnesota is now a DFL potential hold, and you can get up there and make that happen. Alan Roy would be a fantastic addition to the Senate, as well as also the other two House reps up there as well. It's a ground game issue, and it comes down to do you want to win? And if that answer is yes, you need to get out there and help out Alan Roy this weekend. Alan, I know you guys are really busy. I know you're doing a lot of door knocking. I really appreciate the time today. All my best this weekend. All my best on Tuesday. And I look forward to seeing you in St. Paul coming up next year. Thank you, Matt. You have a great day. Thank you. Alan Roy, Senate District 2. Seriously, what are, you do- what, what are we doing? Don't, don't get me wrong. Love the DFL. Help out in these districts. Fine. But this is crunch time. And the people I'm talking to this week, they need people now. So whatever you're doing this weekend, take two hours. Make some phone calls. 
Help out Alan Roy up in Senate District 2. Uh, Alan Roy for Senate.com. Alan Roy for Senate.com. I'll link to that a little bit later on. Look for that on the social media pages. Let's take a break. 952-946-6205. Coming up, one of the other guys running up in that Senate District 2, 2A, is going to be Reed Olson. He'll join us coming up here in a little bit. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. Screaming comes a thousand miles. It might be your 